0: The Easter Gospel comes from the book of John, beginning in the 20th chapter. Please stand. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabunai, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that she had said these things to her. The gospel of our Lord. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, stir up your holy power this day and come. Send your spirit into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our ears, that we might hear a word for us today anew, and that we too might then live out that which we believe. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Merry Christmas. (laughs) The snow lay on the ground, the star shone bright when Christ our Lord was born on Christmas. Is this not, am I, is this the wrong day? Seriously, what kind of cruel April Fool's joke is it on Easter Eve that we get four inches of snow this morning and it was 9.4 degrees on the thermometer this morning? Now, if you don't think that's a bit funny, uh, you really need to go listen to our Thursday and Friday sermons by Pastor Joanna and Brian, uh, because they are eloquent and beautiful and poignant and lovely, and this sermon isn't. (laughs) Because look, the truth is, I don't want to talk about resurrection this morning anyway. I don't get it, to tell you the truth. Uh, I want to talk about the baby Jesus and Christmas. I get babies. I mean, I could talk to you for quite a while about flesh and bone and skin and blood pumping through the veins, chubby little fleshy baby cheeks, vulnerability of God as a baby. It's crazy, but it's graspable. I mean, I get it. Now, I know there's some controversy about how the bun got in the oven exactly, but babies, I get babies. And I get death too, right? I mean, dead is dead. You've seen it, I've seen it. Tombs, graves, darkness, failed treatments, 90 years of life. I mean, right? Dead is dead. The honest truth is I don't get resurrection. Look, I've been thinking about it professionally for almost 20 professionally. I've been thinking about this for almost 20 years. I flipped it round and round in my mind, had been out in the world looking for evidence like garments rolled up in tombs and shrouds with faces, stones rolled away, and angels we have heard on high in the highest heaven, and frankly, I didn't find any of it anyway. Like the two disciples, I ran into the tomb, saw the stone rolled away, looked in, saw nothing of interest, and I just went home, <laughs> which is probably where you should go too. It's not going to get any better. Finally, I just gave up. And if you haven't by now, well. But then I saw Mary. I mean, I saw Mary. And then I saw Jesus seeing Mary. What's amazing is Mary didn't quit or give up. Even in death, Mary declares, They have taken away my Lord. They have taken away my Lord. My Lord. He's dead. And Jesus is still her hero, her focus, her everything. Like a mother visiting the tomb of her only son, she never forgets and doesn't stop loving. Suddenly I see Mary. Mary. Mary hangs in there. Like, honestly. She's pledged everything to Jesus and she's crushed. She's looking to hang on to Jesus, even his dead flesh and bone and dried up blood, and her eyes are filled with authentic tears of pain and sorrow. And then, and then, something in the story really grabbed me. Because the truth is, sort of like Brian just freaked out the kids this morning. I mean, if I was resurrected, I would do the same thing. It would kind of be one of these, right? You'd be like, ta-da! Right? You just, do, 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 resurrected. <laughs> but that's not what Jesus does. This is the thing that really grabs me. Even after he's resurrected, it turns out to be all about Mary and not about him. That's what gets me about Jesus. His first move is actually to comfort Mary after being resurrection because love is always worried about the other and less about the self. Jesus sees Mary in her need. Jesus' love is focused on those who are in need, those who are suffering and hurt and sad and need and lonely. And I wonder if the reason that Mary clings to Jesus even in his death is because Jesus is maybe, maybe the very first person in the whole world to recognize Mary's actual, real, honest needs in life as a subservient, second-class woman who's considered not much more than property. And yet Jesus sees her. Jesus gets it. Jesus sees in her her actual need and sees her in herself, Jesus gets Mary just by calling her name. This is where I get all turned upside down and inside out. I certainly don't get resurrection at all, but it seems like maybe the resurrected one certainly gets me, uh, my hurt, my need, my insecurities, my self-inflicted anxiety. And it suddenly hits me that maybe this is why I like hanging out with Jesus so much, Jesus gets me. I I mean, I like hanging out with Jesus' people who are full of love. I like hanging out with Jesus at the police department, in the neighborhood, in the food shelf, in the office, in City Hall, in the school board meeting room. And I especially love hanging out with Jesus at Amy's Cupcakes in downtown Hopkins. (laughs) But the place where Jesus gets me the most, it's like four full bars of Jesus' cellular reception at the cellular level, is right here with all of you. With music and prayers and especially confession of my need. Like Mary, I confess I've got needs. I've got serious needs, people. I'm sad, I'm hurt, sometimes I'm sick, physically, mentally, spiritually. Once in a while, deep down in my soul, it hurts. I hurt others, I'm lost, Frankly, I can't even find my car where I parked it most days when I go to the mall, so how in the world am I supposed to know where my life is going? And then other people hurt me sometimes. And in saying all of that, it's like this inner dialogue that's so often rolling on autoplay in my head, like a spliced-together loop tape on repeat. For digital people, that's when you hit, like, shuffle and repeat on your iPod. That's but Jesus gets me he, he hears me. He heard me. He he sees me, like the world's best counselor. Some might even say, "Wonderful counselor, Almighty God." It's like he knows what it's like to be me. It's like he put on, it's like, it's like he put on flesh and a t-shirt and walked a mile in my shoes. And then every once in a while, I hear it. The resurrected one says to me. You're okay. I know you. I love you. You're forgiven. So are they. So is everyone. You are loved. Slate wiped clean. I know that it might not feel like it right now, but love will win the day. Darkness is not what the world is made of. Pain will end. Death is not the final word. Bullies, thieves, betrayers, and liars, all will be redeemed. It's like in an upper room gathered with his disciples. He's been there and done that. I hear he even got hit once, mocked and spit on and scorned. Jesus gets me. And here's the crazy part. That's just the warm-up act. Jesus so gets me, he invites me over for happy hour every single weekend. Seriously, I mean, this guy is persistent. Now, granted, the appetizer at first is seemingly sparse. I mean, all I get is a small hunk of bread but I mean, it's made with grandma's love and all the old-fashioned real ingredients like molasses and real butter, all the good stuff. And the drink special really isn't all that exciting either. It's one shot of mediocre port. <laughs> but it gets me every time. it goes straight to my head, down to my feet and into my sin-sick soul, with the word I so need desperately hear Scott this is my body given for you I love you so much I'd take a nail for you Scott this is my blood shed for you I love you so much that I made a promise to you written in the ink of my own blood that I will never let you go in this life or the next hey Scott I love you man the resurrected one Jesus gets me every time. I got ha- to tell you, hanging out with him is, it's the best. And Mary gets it too, or gets got to. With eyes still wet from crying, Jesus comforts her with the sweetest word. Anyone you love can say to you, your name, Mary. Jesus says with all the love in the world, kind of like he's made of the stuff. It's like he's the way and the truth and the life with all capital letters and a tweet that's just shouting at you. And it's like her whole world is turned upside down and inside out. Dead isn't dead. Dark is light. Hate is lost to love. Life has conquered death. The tomb is empty and Jesus is alive. Hope is real. And it's like standing there, right in front of her. How can this be? Like any good friend, she reaches out to hug and grab onto Jesus, but it's way too late. Jesus has already caught her. And the truth is, the mystery of the resurrection will always be out of our grasp even at the same time that it reaches back to grab us with all of its gentle might. Mary's got it, or it's got Mary, and she takes off running to tell the world. Because, I mean, if this thing kind of actually grabbed you, you would freak out with excitement. You'd probably start shouting weird things like, I have seen the Lord! And she's wildly successful in her mission because through her words and Jesus' invitation of love, it all arrived 2,000 years on time, and look! You are here. I mean, right? Just a side note uh, about our service today. A brief word from our sponsor. Uh, Free apps and shots will be served at halftime today. (laughs) Uh, The proprietor says you're all invited. You don't need to believe any of this stuff to come uh, because what you believe isn't really as important as the fact that the host already believes in you. And you can leave all your cash in the pew, Because Jesus already paid for you. We do have offering plates, however. (laughs) While you are paid for, God has some serious concerns about the staff here at Shepherd. (laughs) The senior pastor, because he heard his Easter sermon was kind of sketchy. The Holy Spirit said she heard it and didn't get it. Uh, And she's a tough one to grab. I mean, it's kind of like the wind. Uh, She sort of, You don't know where she came from and you don't know where she's going. You really just can't nail her down. I told you it wasn't going to get any better. (laughs) Friends, I've been pondering the resurrection as a pastor professionally for almost 20 years, and I will tell you and admit, I still don't get it. But there's one little thing I do believe. Jesus, the resurrection guy, got Mary, and he gets me too, every single time. Thanks be to God. Merry Christmas.